When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. And now it's time for this. Just a quick roundup of the tech stories and the science stories that you might have missed. And uh, they're good news and bad news. Good news, I suppose, we'll start off with if you uh, hate flat-packed IKEA furniture. Yeah, I've never actually got any flat-packed furniture that I've had to assemble myself. Because you've always made somebody else do it. Of course. Yeah, fair. I haven't made them fair. do it. They've been able to do it efficiently and, you know, without any hassle. If I was to do it myself, it would drive me Mad. Now, I do have a friend that's in Canada who said that if you get uh, delivered IKEA furniture over there, the guys bring the stuff up to your apartment. Do they make it? No, they don't make it, but they bring the stuff up. Here, they leave it down. If you order anything from any kind of furniture place, most of the time they won't bring it up. Well, now they can't because of COVID-19. And now they can't, yeah. So it's even worse again. But they're not just... Are you sure you... They're not just throwing the lift and then... I don't have a lift. Oh, God, yeah. You have to walk up those stairs. Living in poverty, sir. Yes, imagine my poor back carrying a kitchen table up the stairs. Oh, that'd be pretty annoying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it can be just incredibly infuriating when you're trying to put something like that together. And I said, the thing I have is just falling apart now. It's buckling and bending and just, it's a set of drawers and it was a cheap set of drawers. And this Mm. is why I hate buying cheap stuff because it falls apart. Well, see, the thing about it is if you have to resort to a YouTube video you're not going to make it in the end. You're just not. If you can't do it by the instructions they the give instructions you, instructions are terrible. Just give up and hand your balls back to somebody else. <laughs> you're like, can you take these? I don't need them anymore. Yeah. Looks like I won't be using them for quite a while. Uh, anyway, over in Singapore, the Nanyang Technological University, they've created two robot arms that have been trained to put together flat pack furniture. So I hope that this comes sooner rather than later. So rather than spending your Saturday or Sunday afternoon screaming at each other and just hating yourself and Mm. smashing the thing to bits because you're... It's worse is when you get through 90% of it and then you realise you put something in the wrong way or upside down or use the wrong screws for something and you're like... Worst thing ever. But now I'm understanding why people fall in love with robots. (laughs) I could definitely marry a, a robot that fixes everything and... Sorts my whole life out. Yeah, so they're able to put a, they they were able to put a chair, a flat packed IKEA chair together in nine minutes, less than nine minutes. So, uh, if you'd like, Google that and have a look at it. And fingers crossed, that'll be coming sooner rather than later. Bad news if you ever want to get involved in uh, journalism or writing. Not surprised to hear this. Yeah, but what's coming? <clears throat> so, over the last number of years, a lot of jobs have become automated. The main ones being, let's say, drivers. So you know, 
uh, we've self-driving cars, mm. self-driving trucks, self-driving planes, a lot of self-driving stuff. So over the next 10, 20, maybe it'll be 30 or 40 years, but over the next few years anyway, the direction we're heading in is that we won't be driving anymore. We won't need taxi drivers, bus drivers, train drivers, any of that. Now, I'm sure some people will go down, won't go down without a fight with regards to that, and that'll be a different story altogether. But the argument for automation always was the more human creative jobs will never get automated, will yeah. never get done by computers. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, grand. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, the year before, China launched their AI news presenters. Do you remember that? So they have two real human news presenters. Yes, and that they have a robot. They have an AI robot version of them and they are constantly churning out AI-generated news 24-7 on different channels, right? So news reporters and broadcasters are gone. Uh, they're now modelling the human voice so that, you know, we won't be needed very much. A computer will be able to do our job in a few years' time. But The Guardian is just after, The Guardian newspaper is after um, releasing an article where a algorithm has written an editorial piece to try and show off how sophisticated... AI language patterns have become. So now journalists are out. I mean, it's a sad day, isn't it, really, to hear that? Now, the only good thing is this artificial intelligence thing wrote eight op-ed pieces, or wrote eight articles for The Guardian, and the editors had to come in afterwards, and they took the they took eight of the best paragraphs that the AI wrote and put it together. So it wasn't just, a lot of it was gibberish that it spat out, but they take like the best paragraph from each article that it wrote and put it together so it made some sort of sense so it's still not there yet yeah and your personality can't shine through a robot really uh, it depends on some people I know wouldn't have the same personality as a robot you know <laughs> so true actually that's that's a good point but I think we're a little bit far away from getting that side of things through an AI um, what is really interesting is I think the Associated Press some of the main ones Tons and tons of financial reports and financial articles are all done uh, by AI because all they're doing is comparing numbers, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like, oh, fourth quarter earnings were up. It doesn't need opinion and it doesn't need, it just needs that. And a load of sports writing is done like that as well. So computers can obviously, and algorithms can write sports articles so you don't need a human. So uh, Dan Pitcher, if you're listening. Good luck to you. Tough times for you. So there you go. Um, Bad news now if you do like an afternoon nap. Now, I get my best sleeps especially if I'm up early in the afternoon my dream in life is to be able to sleep as well at night that I do in the afternoon I have never gone for a nap I don't think oh my god I could probably count on my hands the amount of times I've gone for a nap and I haven't gone for a nap I have taken about three hours to try and sleep I could be wrecked tired it's usually after maybe being on a long haul flight try and sleep for a little bit takes ages to get to sleep then I wake up the next day that's my nap I can't wake up 12 hours sleep like. oh yeah I, I could set my alarm and sleep through it during the day no I can't do that I for some reason I don't know what it is can never sleep well at night because I'm a night owl anyway I suppose if you're doing this job and you're listening to the show you're probably a night owl too but apparently napping if you like a nap if you're the type of person who might work a, very, a shift work or if you work very early um, and you're doing stupid hours and you go home for a little hour nap in the afternoon this is really bad because this study has suggested people who rely on cat naps during the day to catch up on sleep or who work night shifts may be at a much greater risk for developing neurological disorders. See, you should stay awake like me, 
have your eight hours sleep, whatever time it is you fall into bed at and then you wake up fresh and you just continue life. This was done over the University of Rochester in the medical centre over there and it was published in the study Nature Communications has shown and I think we're finding out more and more about sleep which is interesting to see how important it is if you mess up your circadian rhythm and your sleep cycle that has such a knock-on effect that you're going to start potentially developing things like memory loss you're at a higher risk of developing dementia and mm. things like just from napping in the afternoon just I always thought everything. napping in the afternoon was going to be a really good thing so did I so I'm so glad it's not so if I hear anyone going for one again I'm going to spout off this Sad news. I read something about that before. There's a really good book called Why We Sleep by Matthew Something. Fascinating book if you want to terrify yourself to uh, terrify yourself into getting more sleep because it's just like everything. If you don't get enough sleep, you're absolutely screwed. Um, but there you go. Cat napping in the afternoon if you're a night shift worker or if you're you know doing odd hours or early hours uh, isn't the best thing in the world for you. But moving on to maybe more better news. They are using gold to kill cancer cells. Ooh, I yeah, like this. this. Is fun. So they figured out a way to biosynthesize tiny gold nanoparticles. Basically what they're doing is just taking tiny little teeny, 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 teeny bits of gold and they're putting them inside cancer cells. The reason they're doing that is one, it apparently helps in x-ray imaging so you can get a better image of the size and the type of cancer that it is. Mm. But also it helps destroy the cancer cells. That's amazing. Anything that will help on the cancer mm, front yeah. is brilliant news because it is traumatic. So that is really, really good news and it'd be a very, very cool way to cure your cancer. Yeah. It'd be the blingest, most rapper way ever to kind of just, 100%. you've got gold on your teeth, you've got gold in your, I don't know, gold chains and you've got gold in your tumours to kill them. Brilliant. Job done. So uh, apparently it's not the first time it's been used but highly promising approach for drug delivery application as well so they're using it to help drugs target the uh, cancer cells as well and for imaging but just mad, you're going to be injected with gold and I, I wonder how expensive that'll be but th- there you go, just get your insurance and you'll be sorted, that's it. Uh, just the latest to come out from that, gold curing and destroying cancer cells and finally, a, a master's student has created a controller for a computer that you can use with your tongue. With your tongue? tongue. Why? Why? Now, I was thinking about this. This is obviously really good if you're a fat mess like me and just like to sit down and have food in your hands when you're like watching something on Netflix maybe and that you haven't got an extra hand to change what you're watching or change the volume. You could just use your tongue. Okay, but how are you meant to eat then on top of that? Okay, okay, didn't think of that. See, that's the problem I'd have now. And, you know, it just seems a little bit awkward. So it's like a mouse they put in their... A mouse, a mouse you put in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have my tongue sticking out. Uh, uh. I'm on the computer, mum! Yeah, yeah pretty much. It, and then saliva is building up. Yep. So uh, the, the wear, it's a uh, tongue-operated controller. The wear can move a ball that's in your mouth back and forward with your tongue and a wire coming out of the wear's mouth hooks up to a Wi-Fi transmitter that sends the information to a nearby computer. It is obviously, of course, for people with uh, disabilities who may not have okay. use of their hands right. and now uh, will be able to use their tongue. Well, that's brilliant for them. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they do make, they have a, some controllers that you can use with your mind. You know, they link up wires to your brain and if you think in certain directions, it can move the mouse on the screen. That can take a hell of a lot of time. So I imagine this might be a little quicker where you haven't got hands, but you can go like, go ahead, go ahead, job done. Yeah. So that might help. That's cool. Definitely more inclusive. Um, yeah, helping a hell of a lot of uh, people out with that. So there you go. There's tongue controllers, there's gold killing cancer, there's robots making your furniture, but there's... Uh, you and I will be out of a job soon, basically. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long.
Morgan Searcher here on Room 104. Still to come, a man who spends his time running a YouTube channel where he just deep fat fries absolutely everything he can get his hands on from a Big Mac to cat food. Now, I I suppose I'll have to admit I've, I've never had things like a deep fat fried Mars bar. You know, that's the oh, staple thing. So I've ne- never had it. Never really had much. Uh, just the regular things you get out of a chipper is the furthest I've gone down the deep fat fried route. No, I have. They came in here, I'd say it was a good 10 years ago and they became really popular in chippers to get a deep fat fried Mars bar and it's the best thing you'll ever do. But didn't a lot of people, didn't a lot of Karens kick up a lot of fuss about it? And it's not healthy and then they stopped doing them. Yeah, they did stop doing them. I think because people were probably having heart attacks. Um, Because they started doing in certain chippers, the the Mars bar, and then they were incorporating other things like Snickers and I like that, yeah, yeah, it was really good, but they were so tasty. Listen, but can you imagine after a nine out? I mean, someone's getting a chipper and then a battered Mars bar. You're uh, not surviving. You're not surviving that. I just overnight. want the chipper now because I'm starving. There's donuts out there, by the way. Someone left there in are donuts. donuts yeah. I've been, they've been tempting me. They've been whispering, going, "Hey, come on in, have me." Have one. Um, so I can't do it. I've, no, I've never. Listen, if you've had anything stranger than a battered Mars bar will you let us know 0876797104 and have you ever gotten are there any chippers still doing it here I'm sure there are yeah if I went into a Macari's or Romeo's or whatever with a Mars bar would they batter it for you I don't know good question I'd say they, they'd be sound enough to do it maybe not now and you know what yeah maybe not now but like you know the people complain like if you're just having that as a once off that's not going to kill you at all well, it depends it, it depends. I was reading an article that said um, the most likely time to have a heart attack is 6am. Mm, yeah. Because that's when everything's kind of... That's when you wake up, you should be You're in bed. dehydrated and, you're, and uh, you're clogged up and stuff. That's why they want to change daylight savings time. You know when we change the hour? Mm. When you ch- Apparently, heart attacks and car crashes spike on the hours that are changed because it messes up, especially what's the spring forward, fall back, when you lose the hour as well. Oh, it's tragic. You get an hour less sleep. So people, more people fall asleep at the wheel and more people have higher blood pressure because you didn't get proper sleep and more people have heart attacks that are trying to get rid of. Interesting. I know, I know, yeah. So mm. if you've had anything battered, by the way, and if there's any places in Dublin that do it here, let us know. Um, I can't nap. I wake up feeling like SH1T. Yes, that's exactly how I feel every single time I have a nap, which has been the five times in my whole life. Macari's in Inchicore, battered Mars bars and Snickers. Is this true? Please don't be lying to us, Keith. Keith, if they do a Snickers, I'm going there immediately. Are they still open? Will they be open after 12? What, what day is today? Tuesday? Uh, Probably not. Uh, I'll have to go the weekend. Macari's in Injacore. He's open. Let us know. We're starving. I'm sure, I'm sure they'd still be doing deliveries, wouldn't they? Maybe they're closed at 12, Monday to think. I'm sure chippers have done okay over the last while. I'd say they've done pretty well, yeah. But listen, uh, Keith, thanks for that. Have you tried one from... Uh, from there, are they nice? I said I've never had one. I'd love to try one, but I've, I've never, uh, I've never had it. Uh, but anything other, but strange and odd that you've had like that out of a deep fat fryer, do let us know. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Sandra Zoss says, when I was back home in Toronto, uh, IKEA delivered and assembled my stuff for an extra fee. Wow. Okay, well at least they did it. I know you have to pay extra, but still, I'm sure they do that here. I'm sure they have that fee here that you can. I don't think they do. Ah, well they used to not anyway. Yeah, I hate that stuff. I'd just be like, here, just take my money and go upstairs and do it. I can't deal with the pain or the shame of not being able to do it. Yeah. Just give them the money. There's more. It's more stressful watching someone else not be able to do it. <laughs> I can't stand that. Would you not just leave me alone? You yeah. have that rage. I tried that already, okay? Yeah, they're starting to put it together and they realise they did the wrong part and they can't, they need an yeah. extra screwdriver. And I'm like, for God's sake, be a 
bloody man. Hey, right? listen, just, you know, maybe you should learn how to juice. No, absolutely not. Man, okay? I have things to do. <laughs> Yeah, like cancel on your nail appointments. Yeah. I've got nail appointments to be cancelling on. I can't be doing this. Uh, Rob said, I've had a battered banana, guys. It was absolutely gorgeous. Ooh, yum. Oh, is that yeah. kind... Okay, it's not the same thing, but you know that um, dessert with the banana in it? Is it banana, banana split? split? With the glazed... That's not delicious fried stuff. at all. It's not fried, but it's that kind of... You've added an extra yum to a banana. I can imagine deep fat frying it would be just as good. Uh, I take it, obviously, the skin's off. I wonder how that would... How that would taste. I'd say it's good. Kind of like I imagine a battered sausage. No, it'd be much nicer. I know, but same, maybe kind of similar taste or texture. Mm. Kind of. Yeah. Right. Uh, listen, we will be chatting to Daza. He runs a YouTube channel where he just, the question he asks is, does it fry? So he's done everything from cat food to Big Macs to birthday cakes. Some of the most ridiculous stuff as well. So go check his channel out. He'll be on a few, uh, on in about 15, 20 minutes talking about some of the most horrifically disgusting things he's ever tried and how he kind of started it. We'll be back in two. We've still got music on the way from uh, Niall Horn and Ed Shear next here in F104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Missed this message, which I think is uh, worth reading out. Yes. I, I used to take my dad's car out of the driveway when I was 14. And I used to drive to the end of my cul-de-sac and park outside my friend's house and ring her. I'd say, look out the window. And she'd say, you're in your dad's car again. I'd take the spare keys he thought he'd hidden and I'd release the handbrake and let it roll out before starting the engine. That's risky. Wow. Like if you crash that. Wow. Ooh. Ashling, that's very bold. Ashling, were you ever caught doing that? And, and how did you learn to drive? Do you know what I mean? You kind of need to know the basics and you don't know the basics until someone shows you. And they don't usually show you until you're 17 at least. Yeah. God. Never ever do that, obviously. Um, it reminds me obviously of that story today, that guy. See, he there was a video that went online of his daughter on his lap while he was driving down the motorway. Didn't see Did you not see that? No. Oh, huge controversy over this. He got arrested. So his daughter was on his lap and was, you know, dri- quote, driving the car. He was obviously driving it, letting her hold the steering wheel. But uh, the father got arrested and is charged with now letting uh, illegally letting a car being illegally driven because she was under the age. But Maya let me do that. Yeah, she thought it was all the rage back in the day. Maya let me do that on the way back from the pub. Oh god, that was back then. I know. A few years ago, but I imagine that. Uh, uh, it's obviously, it's obviously illegal times have changed but I know but guy, they all have you know booster seats and all these kind of things sure I was I remember being maybe five sitting in between you know the passenger seat and my mum's yeah. seat just sitting there yeah. you know asking her questions yeah hung, like you know not even sitting literally kneeling or whatever anytime, between the two seats yeah anytime she'd break suddenly I was flying into the window <laughs> <laughs> you know it was just the normal thing to do back then very dangerous and Obviously, there was always drive responsibly. There was There's always drive aware. Thought I like I remember a girl that was in school with us had a terrible crash from doing exactly that. Oh really? But you know, it wasn't even she should have wore a seatbelt. It was Jesus. Now that's yeah. awful, isn't it? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Is she okay now? <laughs> terrible. We had a car manager. Um, had an old like nineteen eighty Nissan Sunny, I think it was a grey thing, and sometimes the teams would be struggling to get parents to drop people out. They just couldn't. There wasn't any cars around. Yeah. 15 of us fit in one car. Not surprised. Right, like if Everyone something happened. Everyone sitting on everyone's lap. Everyone in the back window. Yeah. Ridiculous. Insa- I swear to God, that's not even true. Like it was under 12, so we weren't that big. But we were big. Like. So in a whole entire team in a car, 
which is that. And no one said a word. <laughs> that was normal. In fairness, all the parents were too scabby to give lifts as well. So what was he meant to do? You know, he's like, oh, I've got to bring them out somehow. And they're like, you know, sorry, we can't go, so, you know, see you later. They definitely didn't talk like that back then. Uh, no, they didn't. And uh, <laughs> they wouldn't be getting away with that now. They'd be, yeah, you'd be ruined. They'd be all over social media, arrested, and that, that'd be the end of that. But you're looking. Yeah, actually, that just reminds me. Birthday parties and stuff. Again, five, six. You know, you'd be going to your McDonald's and all the kids in the back of my mum's car and you'd be sitting on top of each other. Yeah. Sitting on each other's lap. The smaller one would be on your lap. Bizarre. <sighs> Anyway. Why Why did we get sent in this picture? Oh, for God's sake. Michael, for God's sake. Michael, why? Like, I just finished work in Domino's and this is what I'm talking. Sorry, this is what I'm taking home with me. Dear God. What is that? It's a, He sent us in a picture of an absolutely beautiful it's pizza. It's a beautiful pizza. A Domino's. Lot, it's not a mighty meaty. It's definitely a meaty pizza. There's sausage on that and there's, uh, there's sausage on that and pepperoni and just beautiful stuff. Domino's is the best pizza in the world. So Domino's, if you're listening, I will be an influencer. <laughs> I will. I'll influence Domino's any day in the week. Um, it was like toffee or caramel, like from Rob. What was that in relation to? Oh, the banana, was it? Oh, sorry. The battered, deep fat fried banana. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. See, that's what I would have thought. Caramel or toffee, kind of like the banana split. Yeah. Yum. If you have any other illegal stories that you got up to as a kid, maybe just joyriding your, your parents' car down the road, let us know. 0876797104. And we will, of course, report you to the guards because that is completely inappropriate. But uh, listen, let us know here. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Sir here on Room 104 with Play Blue. You can see what takes your fancy at playblue.ie. You know you want to. Yes, you do. We've got a question for you now to see if you know the answer to this one, right? So the human mind spends 70% of its time doing what? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The human mind, I've no idea, spends 70% of its time doing, I just thinking inappropriate thoughts. Do you think? Oh, Definitely. Is that not just men and is that a little bit high? I didn't say sexually inappropriate thoughts, just inappropriate thoughts. Oh, as in like, I'd love to trip up the granny. They, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'd love to push over the cyclist, but I won't. Because that's no. wrong and that's intrusive yeah. thoughts and we should never do that. Um, no, it's not. 70% of the time the brain does, is it asleep or something like that? The human mind spends 70% of its time. Asleep? No. And even when you are asleep, I think your mind is more active, by the way. Oh, my God. I was, I was having crazy dreams last night. 
Leo Varadkar was in my dreams and I was trying to tell him to uh, that we need a campaign to support the pubs by making like beer into a sh- like making Guinness into a champagne status like the French I was like because then you know the way champagne is local to France and a particular reason you can only call sparkling wine champagne if it's from that region in France so we should do the same thing with Guinness why do you get so invested in your dreams? I just, like they're not even relaxing anymore. There's so much work, and I'm just like, ever since lockdown has come, my dreams have gone off the wall. I'm I talking sleep amazing. No, way worse. Really intense, vividly intense dreams. I think because we have a lack of human interaction with other people, your brain is maybe trying to do it while you're asleep. That's so maybe so that's intense. just you. Maybe it is just me. Maybe I'm, I'm the only person here this evening who's had crazy intense dreams. But last night I was negotiating with Leo Radgar to make like a Guinness. A, I don't know what you call that thing when you make champagne, a particular thing. But Did you get anywhere? Didn't get anywhere. Nope. Nope. No, didn't, didn't think so. Didn't in the end, fortunately. But that's what's been going on. 0876797104. Do you know the answer to this question again, which is? The human mind spends 70% of its time doing what? Okay. That's a good one. Oh, eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Doing what is it? Thinking about food. I was just going to say you are probably thinking about food right now. Yeah. No, it's not actually. It's not thinking about food. Um. Um. Seventy percent of its time doing what is so it's not thinking about food. No. Uh, I don't want to say it's not like thinking in general because that's too kind of broad. Uh, too vague. Is it? I would have said this is a bit of a waste of time. Is it? Worrying? No, it's not worrying. It's not worrying. Um, well, it's not really a waste of time, but it it seems a lot of your time is spent doing this. Too much, I would have said. 70% of the time, the person's brain, your brain is spent doing what? Um, so it's not sleeping, it's not worrying, it's not thinking about food. No. Is it just generally freaking out about life? No, it's not freaking out about life, no. Like, this could be a good thing or a bad thing. If you want to have a guess, if you think you know, 70% of the time, what is your brain doing? <laughs> Give us an insight into the inner workings of your mind. 087-6797104, pull out your phone, you can give us a WhatsApp and let us know what the story is. Um, yeah, look at this, Karen has said, probably worrying. It's not worrying. Oh, well, that's a good one from Aaron. That is a good one, actually. Yeah, humans spend seventy percent of their time fantasizing. Hello. Yeah, maybe they do, but um, it's not the answer I'm looking for. Aaron, is that what you spend seventy percent of your time doing? That's clearly what he does. Fantasize. If he's messaging that in. Come on now, Aaron. Now, Aaron. That's probably accurate, but it's not what I'm looking for. Um, yeah, well, maybe read that message out in a second when we get over this from Pete about the car. Um, okay. Oh, William has a good one. Is it daydreaming? Is it daydreaming? No, it's not daydreaming. And it's not. Uh, it's not worrying at all. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one four. If you want to have a guess, seventy percent of the time. Yeah, Karen says overthinking stuff. I would say that that's definitely it. Overthinking? No. No. The amount overthink. of times. You overthink constantly or over worry or over stress about things and you go on and on and on and on and then you go in and you're like, no, it's fine, don't worry about it. You're like, oh, but I literally spent four hours worrying about this. Mm. I don't do it so much nowadays. I did back in the day. Ten years ago now, I spent 100% of my time worrying about everything. 
but not so much now. Why? Why did you stop worrying about stuff? I think because I just became more in tune of myself and I just became more, you know, confident. And Shut up. Shut get out. <laughs> no, but it is living for the moment. It is, stuff. it is a bit of an insecurity, though, when you're overthinking things because you're not sure of yourself. Whereas I think I'm very sure of myself. I'm too sure of myself at this point. Ashling thinks planning. Is it planning to rob cars, Ashling? Is that what it is? And go down and ring your mates outside their gaff when you're 14? Yeah, planning what now, Ashling? <laughs> Although I imagine, Ashling, that didn't take too much planning. That was more spur of a moment kind of thing. I'm sure, look, we'll take the car down the road. But no, it's not planning. Uh, okay. Uh, 0876797104. And it's not daydreaming, I think we had already. What to eat for meals? Yes, Karen. It's not that, though. It's constant, isn't it? It's the constant food on the brain. Constant food on the brain. Everyone is like that, but um, it's not. 70% think of having to work the next day. That's definitely your Sunday fear. Oh, always. Constantly looking at the clock. Like, come six o'clock, you're kind of like, well, that's the evening over now. Just have to wait here for work. You're not even enjoying life. You're just waiting to go back into work. Yeah, it's a horrible feeling. Sunday fear is real and I still have it from school. Yeah. I hate it. Hate Sunday nights. Because you hate this job. Absolutely hate this job. I'm like, I don't want to see him again, please. You can swear we have to get up at 9am as well. Yeah, no, I have to get up at 4. Oh, God. It's so early. So horrific. Oh, but I used so to, early. Sunday used to be, um, I think, was it Blind Date? Not Blind Date, that was Saturday. You've Been Framed was Glen on a Ro- Sunday. Oh, You've Been Framed. And after that, you knew, we had two options, go to bed or watch the 9 o'clock news. So you could watch the news and then you go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good God. Sergi has given up on life. I know, Liam. I know. Uh, Liam's answer there, 70% of the time, processing memories. Is it processing memories? Replaying memories. Thinking about things from the past. Oh, that's it. Listen, that's a very, very good way to waste a lot of your time is thinking about the mistakes you made in the past. Absolutely. And regrets. That's really good, actually. 70% of your time doing that. Sad, isn't it? It is correct and right, though. Is it actually? Yes, it is. Replaying memories is the right answer. Wow. Yeah. I definitely wow. don't do that. Oh, I do it all the time. I never oh, ever my, do that. Now that you mention that, I do it all the time. Constantly replaying arguments you could have had when you think of better answers to the arguments or arguments. You know what I mean? You're like, I should have said this, should have done this. Never, oh. ever, 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 ever. I'd say I spent, sorry, I'd say most days I don't spend any time thinking of that. And <laughs> what then. What goes on in your head? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> I'm I'm someone I'm one of these people that's always thinking of the next thing. Right. Going forward, always. I never look back. And for some weird reason I kind of erase what happened in the past. So it doesn't really affect me at all. Weird. Which is really weird. Very strange. Yeah. Very strange. So you get over that quickly. Well there you go. So you spent seventy we spent seventy percent of our time thinking about the past. Yes. Well I suppose we can't because we're not psychic, we can't think about the future. No, it's replaying memories. So memories could be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, there you go. Do you know what I mean? So it's not saying it's negative, but it's replaying stealing replaying. the car from your driveway yeah. and driving it down and replaying the uh, battered banana that you had. Exactly, what you could have done different. Yeah, well listen, get yourself into your memories here now this evening. If you've ever had a deep fat fried anything from a Mars bar to a battered sausage, let us know. Um, the stranger the better, by the way. 0876797104. On the way next here on Room 104, you're going to be hearing from Daza. He runs, a, he's a Scottish lad, young lad. He runs a YouTube channel where all he does is find the next weirdest thing to dump in a fryer, deep fat fry and eat. He has done Big Macs, he has done cat food, he has done some of the weirdest things of all time 
He's going to be on Room 104 next talking about why he's doing it, how he got into it, and what are some of the most disgusting things he is deep fat fried. That's on the way next here on Room 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and with so much madness going on in the world I think it's time we talked about something a little bit more serious and a little bit more um, important, you know? Yeah, um, you know, real topics, real problems that we have in the world and not enough good food is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, so um, one of the classics from, you know, these foods to come out of, I think it pretty much was Scotland, was the deep fat Mar- the deep fat fried Mars bar and was a staple so of you if you went to like Edinburgh or if you went to Glasgow that was one of the things you had to go try uh, but yeah. one, one Scottish lad has taken things to another level and has spent the last couple of years on YouTube showing you what it would be like to deep fat fry <laughs> absolutely everything and his channel is phenomenal but to bring us through some of maybe the stranger things that he's decided to see will they work and what they'll taste like uh, Daza, a.k.a. Darren Dowling, sir. How are things, man? Thanks for popping on. No bother at all. I think that's the nicest introduction I've ever had to anything <laughs> in my life. I feel, I'm, I'm quite proud of that. Well done, lads. Well done, guys. You're enjoyed basically, that. <laughs> you're basically a superstar to us now at this stage because um, I look through your videos and all you've kind of done and I don't think anyone can top the level of fat you've accumulated. I mean, I've got nothing else to say apart from thank you. Uh, I, I will quite happily hold that honour uh, of most oil consumed by a human body. Uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to take that. Uh, brilliant. I mean, at this stage, you know, you'll just turn into to, to oily fat. The bones will just disappear and you'll be just squidge from now on and just going around like a, like a, like a barrel of it. But for people who haven't yet checked out your channel, and by the way, you definitely want it. It's just, as I said, it's the type of escapism and problems that you need right now is figuring out what works well, uh, you know, battered and what doesn't. But how long have you been doing it? I'm, I'm like, when did you start out this whole thing off and why did you decide to do it? Uh, well, the first episode actually went out on the, the 10th of October 2018 uh, and we thought, it was literally just me and my pal uh, sitting in the living room and we were about to order a McDonald's and I said to my pal, I was like, I wonder if a Big Mac would deep fry, because like, in Scotland, deep frying food, it's not that like yeah, a big deal, it's pretty normal. So I thought, well, a Big Mac, that isn't normal. A fish, aye, of course, that's that's pretty that's pretty standard. But so we we thought, do you know what? Let's order a McDonald's. So I arrived uh, and we we filled up a pot full of three liters of oil, which is hmm. wildly against every health and safety concern <laughs> that anybody could ever imagine. Uh, but we 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 done it, and then we we deep fried it. We deep fried that. I think we've done the big the Big Mac chips and like an apple pie for McDonald's as well. Uh, and and then <laughs> and the rest is history. And what did it taste like? It was. Uh, no, imagine. Obviously, it's, it's, most of us have had a Big Mac before, right? But now imagine that times. I don't know about ten, uh, because you now you've got all the different flavors. You've got your pickle. You've got your cheese. You've got the kind of the, the spongy burger bun bit in the middle, where yeah. it's like kind of in between. So uh, that's already very very oily, right? And then you're adding even an even a bigger ton of oil on top of that as well. The flavors just all kind of they, they merge into one, but you know exactly what you're tasting, which is the weirdest thing. Even like. Deep fried Big Mac sauce is very, very strange, but it's aye, I, I would, I would advise to go for it. <laughs> yeah, like, is it overall? Is it better than a traditional Big Mac? I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, mean, I don't think it would, uh, it would appeal to everybody's taste buds. Uh, I think I, I like to say that my taste buds have evolved uh, somewhat to to be able to actually eat these foods and 
and cope with it, like, cope, cope with the aftermath. So since then, you decided to deep fry pretty much everything. Basically, uh, we we thought, do you know what? Let's just let, let's just ke- uh, keep it going until we run out of ideas. Uh, so I think the most weirdest thing we've ever deep fried has to be a cat and dog food, uh, which was which was very very interesting. But surprisingly, though, dog food doesn't taste that bad. Uh, which you you won't believe me, but it genuinely doesn't. Uh, the the cat food, which, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like a cat stick, so it's like powder when you eat it, which is the weirdest thing to explain. But like uh, the the cat food was absolutely disgusting, but the dog food was was pretty tasty. <laughs> See, I have a cat, and I you know I feed her. Obviously, I couldn't mm-hmm. imagine eating that. Without deep frying it, I see that that that's that, that that's where my thought process comes into it. So it's me uh, and then my other two compadres, uh, Omar and Daniel, who we just kind of sit and we try and come up with these really stupid ideas that will really annoy people. Uh, so like <laughs> if we deep fry, uh, or what was, was kind of like it, well, the most recent thing that we done was uh, turkey twizzlers. Uh, we deep fried the turkey twizzlers, and then a lot of people were annoyed that we deep fried the chili cheese turkey twizzlers. But we knew that that's why we picked the chili cheese ones as a opposed to the tangy tomato. But we just like annoying the internet. It's great. Um, there's a lot of annoyed people out there, so you're never going to run out <laughs> of anyone to... to you exactly. Know. Exactly. To do that. So a genius business move from that point of view. The strategy is, is definitely 100% on point with that. But what are some of the years then? I mean, this has blown up. You've got almost 20,000 followers on Instagram just from deep fat frying stuff. And I know a, a very a fairly successful YouTube channel as well where the videos go. But what have been some of the other things? So there's dog food and cat food, which is obviously just rather strange. But anything else that's kind of gotten annoyed people the most, maybe? So maybe no, maybe no annoyed, but maybe just like actually made physically feel sick. Uh, have you ever heard of it? It's like a Swedish fish called, it's like Sumstrong or Sumstroming. It's in a can. Ew. No. It's so so basically, I'll, I'll explain it. Uh, it's lovely. It's basically fermented fish that sits in a can for about a year. And, uh, and then they ship it off to the customer. The customer opens it and it is it, quite easily the worst smell on the planet. <laughs> uh, so so we knew, we, like we'd, we'd watch some videos just to see what the smell was like. And we asked my, my, my girlfriend's sister if I could use a back garden. Uh, and we, we bought a gazebo. We put up a gazebo. Uh, we bought a table uh, that, w- that was too small, so we had to use the box uh, that th- the-, the table came in. And then we-, we opened up the tin, and it was easily, honestly, it was disgusting. Like, the neighbours came outside to ask oh, no. what was wrong, because they could smell <laughs> it for inside their closed-off house. Like, it was, oh, it was shockingly bad. But it surprisingly tasted pretty nice. So, so what, wait, so what's the name of that fish again? Uh, so it's Sumstrong. Uh, I, 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 I believe I'm completely butchering uh, yeah, the probably, pronunciation. But listen, uh, <laughs> close enough. I've, I've never heard of it because I know there's the, um, is it the durian, the durian fruit oh, that's over do you in know, do you know, Asia? I'd see after that that fish episode went out, the amount of people that messaged me saying, you need to try that, the, the Duran, 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 yeah, some, some, some kind of weird fruit. or something like that. Yeah, that's meant to be it. Like that's again, I've, I've seen pictures from hostels abroad where they're like, you're not actually allowed to bring this fruit into the building because it, <laughs> it will like it, it'll just poison the whole place. <laughs> I think we will probably eventually do that. Yeah. Uh, I think when we when we officially run out of ideas, we'll go for that. <laughs> Good thing that people can't smell that through the screen. Oh, exactly. I bet even smell vision comes in. I think my channel might get blocked uh, for the internet. <laughs> How yeah, much extra calories are you kind of adding on when you're deep frying these foods? I reckon a good couple of hundred. 
But I mean, see, when you think about it, like, I don't know, but just going to the, the go-to easy one, like a Big Mac, it's already a good couple of hundred calories. And then if you're then adding in three litres of oil that's that's been the same oil that we've used also for past episodes, so there's oils for other foods in it as well. I, I think the most we've ever ate is easily, like, over the daily intake. Like, surely it must have been. Yes, literally several thousand calories in your hand while you're munching away. So <laughs> over the last two years of just, you know, deep, frying some of the weirder, stranger things you can get your hands on. Have you kind of been surprised by the reaction that the channel and your your social media profiles have gotten over the last couple of years? So, I don't know. Yes and no, I think. Uh, so, yes, in Scotland, I was I was kind of, I was I would understand the, the fact that a lot of Scottish people would want to watch it, but I'm more surprised at the fact that, like, other people care. So, I, we've got quite a large audience in, uh, in England, which we weren't expecting, like a third most followed place, because like on our on our Facebook stats, like we can see where people follow and all that nonsense. And uh, the third place is yeah. London, and the fourth place is I'm pretty sure it's Belfast. And then it just kind of like filters off into like other wee kind of small towns in England. And then surprisingly, we've got like about two thousand followers from Australia as well, which mm. just makes no sense at all. I think it makes loads of sense. Like I would watch <laughs> these constantly, and it's just out of pure curiosity as to mm. whether or not it would taste better deep fried or. Not. That's the whole point. Uh, I think it's still, some people still don't get that though. The, the amount of times we have put up a video and they've been like, "Oh no, you, you've not done it right. You've not deep fried it right." Well, <laughs> like we know, we know we're rubbish at deep frying food. Uh, we don't need something <laughs> reminding us. I think it's just the it, it is. It's like what you've just said. It's the sheer just kind of will it actually work or no? But I mean, the whole name of the show does it fry. So no, I said I think a lot of people might be watching it as well to see if you have a heart attack on camera, and we're kind of wondering <laughs> you know, if uh, that would you'll be, survive. That is the end goal. That is the end goal. I, I want to. Make a video where I go into a doctor and they do a full health checkup just to see how how messed up my insides are. I, I'd, I'd love it. I think it'd be a brilliant video. <laughs> Have you actually got tested your bloodstone and stuff to see if any of your readings are off or anything? Nah. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather just live blindly. Uh, funnily enough, I was at a dentist yesterday uh, get, getting a tooth out because it was destroyed. And uh, my dentist it actually watches some of the videos. And she said, like, I don't mind you doing the videos because I know that you'll come back and I'll get a repeat customer. So I'd, you keep it up. <laughs> You're just like, that'll be your next channel sponsor. will be your local dentist. Be like, Listen, eat all my food and you get 10% off at the local de- dentist because your teeth and insides are going to start burning away and falling off. But, you know, I see you're kind of expanding and out to like there's travel um, you know travel things you're doing there as well and obviously continuing on the deep fat frying but are you planning on deep fat frying anything this week or what's next on the list of things to see will it will it fry so I think this week if I'm right is oh what is this week's episode actually that's a good question do you know we, we pre-film our stuff about two or three weeks in advance so Every so often I'll get a message when like, oh, we deep frying this week? And I'm like, I don't have a single clue. Let me check uh, the calendar. Uh, I think coming up, uh, we've got a, we're deep frying baby food because uh, one, oh, of nice. the, one of the team is a soon-to-be father. Uh, I'll not spoil who it is yet, but it's not me. Uh, but it's it's one of the other two, either Omar or Daniel, is going to be a dad soon. So we thought it will be funny if we announce it on the page that we're having a baby uh, by deep frying baby food, which... I would not advise it. That sounds horrible. Have you ever nearly vomited when you've eaten something? Do you know I've got a really good gag reflex? I'm usually fine. Uh, I don't like. I'll, I'll quite happily eat all the food, and I'll be fine after it as well. But uh, Omar, who's like our, our camera guy, he just he, he just cannot do it. If he smells fish or 
anything that remotely smells like fish, he will just collapse. Like he he, he had to leave mm. when we were doing the, the the episode out outdoors. He had to like just put the camera down and walk away for a couple of minutes and then come back because it smelled oh. that bad. Oh god, horrific! I see. <laughs> uh, last month was it you did? Um, you were trying some Irish foods and Irish snacks. But can you remember what what did you try and and were they in any way decent or nice? Do you know? I could not tell you. <laughs> I, I I think I'm pretty sure I remember that two of them worked and one of them didn't. Uh, off the top of my head, I could not tell you again because we pre-filmed it. Like so, that would have came out a couple of weeks ago, but we would have pre-filmed it about like two or three months ago. Uh, but I'm, I, we we did actually do like a travel series where we went over and tried like just some random Irish foods. I'll be honest, I quite enjoy Irish foods. They're pretty tasty. Uh, there's a lot of Irish stuff. Now it's, I know this this is quite a controversial subject, but I'm going to going to throw it out here. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.